Hey, you're listening to Chew on That. Uh, Chew on That, the only show on the internet that I'm aware of that digests and breaks down and discusses uh, sermons here at Life Church Green Bay. I would agree with you. I mean, I mean, I'm not familiar with a whole internet, but <laughs> I would guess. Trust, trust me. I, <laughs> how cool would that be, though, if there was a podcast we didn't know about, people came to our church, and they're like, let's break down the sermon, and they just didn't tell anybody. So we're like, oh, actually, we're the second. Yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't even the yeah. first. Yes. <laughs> Close enough. They've been doing it for a long we're time. We're probably in the top three of all internet shows that break down Life Church sermons happening here at Life Church in Green Bay. Yeah. My name is Pastor Keith. Uh, joining me, um, as always, like uh, like always. Of is, the history of the show. Yeah. yeah. Of, of, oh, well. You go first. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> We're nervous, guys. It's so been, It's we, been a bit. Yeah, it's been a little while. We're coming back. And... I was wondering if we were going to say it. Or just yeah. do it. No, I think... I think. Or just, oh. or I was actually going to... Let's we, address the elephant in the room. If we went, like... If we went into the show a further amount, I was going to start playing like like last week we talked. I was going to start edging things like that to be like people would be like, "What? What? Wait, are you, what? What are you referring? There wasn't a last week. <laughs> like was we there were a last just week? In like a time tunnel. <laughs> like what? So, uh, so okay, yeah. So it's it's been since Thanksgiving ish. Yes. Of yes. 2022 since we did a show. Yeah. Um, what did we do in the in the time off, Megan? Uh well, Christmas is a is a pretty big deal when you work in ministry and in mm-hmm. a church. So we and that, that's we Pastor that. Megan. You yes. didn't introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Megan, and um, yeah. So you know, I think we've just been staying pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's no secret that. Uh, we do a lot at Life Church, and we don't have like a ginormous staff, so it's just mm-hmm. really you know you pull back the curtain, it's like nine of us, like hey, yeah, <laughs> trying to kind of get everything done. So and I don't even know if we have nine. I, I don't do know. we? I think that's the number we often throw up, but I have thrown out seven and eight sometimes. <laughs> Hold on, like as if we don't know. Doing how to, the math, yeah, like. <laughs> It's it, it actually might be like eleven. Actually, to be honest with you, I think. How many of those are part time though? Okay, uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So uh, so yeah, we we've just been staying busy. What about you, Pastor Dallas? What have you been up to? Well, I um, since then, which since, is yeah. since the last recording, I, I I'm not the kids' pastor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just one small tiny change. So we definitely should have opened the show with seven months later. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, uh, yeah. So um, so uh. My, my wife, Shelby, and I are, are now the location pastors here at Life Church Green Bay, and we've been doing that since January, and it's been great. Uh, we, we did a series, my f- first like series as a location pastor called Rooted, which is great, and I love that. And, uh, and then, um, yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been really, really, really cool. It's been really good. And I think it's t- that transition is, I, re- I did realize that I was still like kind of doing both during that season where it's like, yeah, 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 I'll come record this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come over here. Yeah. 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 And, and I was kind of running around and, and there was, there was a time mm-hmm. that I don't know if you guys noticed this, that I would have a kid's shirt on, mm-hmm. on, uh, under a button up shirt and mm-hmm. I'd button it up in adults and I'd unbutton it and go in kids. And so there was like a transition of that, that I was doing that for a bit. And so now I'm not doing that anymore. I don't have, ki- I do have kids shirts. I just don't wear them on Sundays. And um, yeah. So yeah, that's what's happened for me yeah. uh, since then, which is pretty Pretty cool. That's and a so, that's a big that's a big huge. moment in your life. Oh yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's a more than an oh yeah moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Which I did do that. I had I had coffee with a friend, and he didn't know. 
And I go, oh yeah, I'm the location pastor at Green Bay. He goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what? He goes, you don't start with that? I go, yeah. I, I thought you knew. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to update your LinkedIn. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do people still do that? I, I think- Maybe I think, if you're looking for a job. Um, I don't know what mine says I do. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you I started LinkedIn based on a fake email from Pastor Sonny. Solid. Pastor Sonny says, I need you guys to start a LinkedIn. So I started one and I go, so why do you want us to do LinkedIn? She goes, what are you talking about? I go, I got emails saying you want us to start a LinkedIn. She goes, I didn't send you that email. I was like, get <laughs> out of here. So LinkedIn is just linking into people's emails. <laughs> like it was, yeah, unsettling oh. how that happened. So yeah. So I have a LinkedIn because of that. So I don't go on it, but okay. I'm oh, reminded. I, I have gotten, so like before ministry and before I came to the church, I was, a, I did like video. Like I still, well, I still do video. That's what I, like my primary objective here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like I did like com TV commercials and, and stuff like that. But so I've gotten a lot of like side work from LinkedIn. I just don't recall what it says I do yeah. or where it says I am. Yeah. Yeah. Or my name. Yeah. <laughs> you, may, you may want to double check that. It's out there though. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. Um, yeah. So, so what happened was we wrapped, we wrapped up, uh, what series was that? Oh gosh. I don't remember. It was the word one. It was the, was it? Um, when it's difficult. No, come on. That's like three years ago. Dennis. Uh, <laughs> like, like Honestly, I don't remember, but I do remember that it wrapped up really well. Yes. It <laughs> was a 16 week series yes. or something. And yeah. it was, uh, yeah. it, I, the bumper was, dun, 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 dun. what was that series called? You think about it. Uh, you know, I think when we're doing that. It was a texting one. I message. No, no, was no, I message? no, wasn't I message. We, no, it was we, before that. We actually, the intention was to bring the show back for I message. Yeah. And then we didn't. We didn't. Well, what happened was we had a couple one-offs and we were getting into uh, the, the really probably busiest season, uh, working working at a church in, in regards to events, making media, mm. um, ministry in general. Uh, you, you'd be surprised. Like, like the holiday season is in my family a very happy time. Mm -hmm. uh, but for a large population of the city of Green Bay, and I don't think that it's uh, – even the city of Green Bay, but the, the, the probably the world, this, that's a very sad time for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so the there's a lot more, uh, there was a lot more pastoring that mm -hmm. was happening during that holiday sure. season. And so we all collectively wrapped on that last, the last episode, the one you just listened to probably. Yeah. And when we pressed stop, we all looked at each other and we're like, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And I grabbed the the micro SD card from it and we turned off the lights like it was a closing of a 90s sitcom. Mm -hmm. And and I didn't know if I was I, I I didn't know if we would come back for the show. Yeah. I didn't know if we would yeah. if if when that moment came, if even all the you know, you just don't know if the same cast that will be here or if life's yeah. just gonna do. I just knew that there was a there was gonna be a break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then our intentions were all, how about after all these one-offs and stuff, maybe after we've cleared Christmas, that first series will, and I think that would have been iMessage, right? Yeah, it was iMessage. Before that was no hard feeling. No hard feeling. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so you're right with emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, so then what, what happened was like, as soon as the new year came and we did, uh, we had the worship night and iMessage came and we were like, we wanted to record that Tuesday and then like, I'm convinced that God just had like other things yeah. on, on his, on his agenda for us. Yeah. Um, I got violently sick one Tuesday. That's right. And couldn't record. Mm, then yeah. the next Tuesday I, I, I was, uh, I, 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 w I went to Nashville to do some work. Yep. Yeah. Like, and then God was just like, 
cleverly putting me in other places in the, in, in, I went to Toronto at some point in there, yeah. you know, I, in other places in the world and, and ailments. And I felt like when I got really sick, I felt like it was like God saying like, not new. I just don't want you to do it. Mm. Cause then Wednesday I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. So, uh, Every series that came and went then, Rooted came. We, we were like, well, let's start it at Rooted. And then yeah, then it didn't. And then we but had- But that's not to say that people haven't been um, asking and excited oh, for yeah. Chew on that. We're so. looking at you, Sue. Yeah. <laughs> Sue, oh, yeah. <laughs> Kristen. Yeah. Oh man, there's a bunch. These are the people that went beyond just texting and emailing us. They confronted us. Yeah, ma- yeah. many a person. They confronted us on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> in yes. the hallway and literally just looked at me and go- when are you guys? When are you guys doing another one? Yeah, yeah. another what? Right, another chew on that. Yeah. Come on, when are you doing it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the biggest thing too is I think the reason we stepped away is because we wanted. It's funny that you said like ending a show because sometimes shows have reboots, and I think that's what we wanted to do with this podcast is like do a reboot. Um, is where we wanted to kind of the one thing we liked is the three of us. Um, but there were some things that were made before us, you know, that, you know, this format of, okay, clips, talk, clips, talk, but like something happened in our church and it started kind of in our men's ministry that I, that we were like, we want to go in that direction. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, well, so explain that, explain that to the listeners that uh, aren't men. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we would do this men's thing where pastor Keith kind of just one, one day goes, Hey, I want to break down scripture. Like I want to go beyond surface level, which is actually biblical. That's where it says that's when the word is alive and active, stronger than any double-edged sword, you know, going to through bone and marrow. What it's saying is go deep in the word. And so we started doing this thing where he would text out, uh, Hey, I, 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 I'm reading this scripture. I want you guys to read it and give me your thoughts and we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. And it started off, I think it started off and you can correct me on this where it's like, what, is, what, what does anyone think? And it kind of got silent and then finally Keith's like, all right, we're going to go around the circle yeah. and, and and we're starting here and we're going to go and stuff like that. And it helped so much because it now they knew, okay, I'm next. But it was so cool to see the word come alive mm-hmm. and for people to have these moments. And it was so huge to the point where, this group of what, six maybe yeah. morphed into like 30 something. And then now we, 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 we have it here at the church on Tuesdays and it's, yeah, it's, it's big. Yeah. It started legitimately as a group of three to five people. And mm-hmm. then over the course of however long that over the last year or so, mm-hmm. uh, it, it had grown to 80 people. Yeah. Not, not 80, not all 80 people would show up on any given night, but mm-hmm. some nights would be mid thirties. You know, and we're in a small little area yeah. here. So uh, that then expanded to side groups that were like, well, we don't want to go here, but, and we don't want it on Thursday, but can we do it on Tuesday? And like, yeah. And so there's like 20 guys that meet on a Tuesday. And then, and then I started a Bible study here, which is the same style group on Tuesday. Cause I wanted, I wanted it to be a very official. I wanted it to be, I wanted Life Church to have a, an area for men's ministry to actually be publicized and say, yes, that's what we do. And, and that group's in the mid thirties now. And then yeah. there was women's groups that started. There's a women's group on Monday night that my wife attends that, yeah. that spawned off of uh, uh, the wives of the people that would show up on Thursday Yeah, came over to my house in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, well, let's have one of them right now. And then they, they, that end of that night, they said, I want one of these for, for women. And, there it is, and yeah, and so yeah, the the, con- the concepts like not I didn't invent it. No, so, in fact, it was, biblically it's invented. 
Totally. Yeah. But everyone wants it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is that uh, I feel like, didn't this all start? Remember when Pastor Sean did the series on mutter yeah. and the, the Bible's on the table and it, it is so biblical to just break down scripture. It's where we get the name, chew on that, right? Like we're breaking it down, chewing on it, processing it mm-hmm. with, with other people. Yeah. And I think that's what the, the focus wanted to be is, is, is that's not chew on the clips. Correct. Let's chew on the word. Yes. Let's chew on the word. And yeah. so, and so in a way it's, it's um, it just makes it more attainable. And so for people to go, okay, like, like this could be a podcast. I know some people, you know, work out and stuff like that, but this also could be a podcast where people can sit down and go like, Hey, I'm going to open up my Bible. And I'm going to read with them yeah. and I want to get my thoughts. Cause you never know. It might mm-hmm. spawn some more conversations that happen, you know, send to the emails and things like that and the comments. And so, yeah, so we just, we talked about this and and I'm so glad that now we're doing it. We're, yeah. We're kind of talking. We're going to give it a shot. And, and quite frankly, it's, we're 13 minutes in here. Um, we all say, so like I had hesitations even today. I, I drove here today and I was like, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I don't really, what's some, I'm not motivated today to, to, to do this. Like what's the, what's the inspiration, you know? And then I, I don't know. And then I prayed on it and, and, and then I love what Megan said. We were going to record this at 10 AM and it's currently one o'clock and Megan at 1030 goes, you know what? Let's just press record. If we don't like it, you just won't submit it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still in this universe. That yeah. I, I might just be talking to you yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> so, if it's, so if it's just you two. Uh, right. This is, if, this if is it, easy. If, if it's anyone other than you two hearing me, uh, turns out we liked it. Yeah. yeah. And didn't throw it away. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But if no one, if it's just us, we threw it away. Yeah. yeah so big deal. I guess we're going to start with uh, with the the muttering concept of uh, the scripture from from. Sunday. Yeah. This past week. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that this show, it's it's good for people to plug in and tune into this show to who have already uh, was either, and I, I promote this very heavily, was either with us on Sunday inside the room mm-hmm. or at the very least listen to the sermon podcast or watch the service. Online. Yes. Yes. So I think it, just know that we're, we're all... I don't, I, the show isn't like a, this is what three pastors think about this scripture. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be the reason, the, that's gotta be it. Totally. Yeah. There's no other explanation. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I found in my, in my study, in my, in my theology studies that uh, there's almost no wrong answer. Yeah. There's, there's moments that God will give you a little information about this scripture. And then maybe a year later in your life, he'll show you something else. Be like, no, isn't that neat? Yeah. There's no right or wrong answers typically with, mm-hmm. with, with studying the word. There's how you can, how you can interpret it into your life today mm-hmm. and how much you're able to comprehend today. And that will change how much you can comprehend, how much God is willing to show you that will change. That's why like, I love that the words on the page will, they don't change. They're yeah. the same words as they always have been, but uh, it is growing because you are changing. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a hundred percent. And so we'll we'll start the new this new format for the show. I'm not going to have a soundbite. I don't think so. No. But then again, I I don't want to tie my shoes together either because yeah. maybe maybe we do have a soundbite. Yeah. Maybe we just have uh, uh, you know like the Bozo the Clown show. Maybe we just have a, a 
studio audience every now and again chime and go, yeah, hey, I don't I like know. That idea. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> what, what I thought would, what would be a good idea, what we all thought would be a good idea and what we agreed on is why don't we take the scripture, the main scripture, and, and most sermons have one main scripture. Mm-hmm. And then let's just unpack it. Not from a, I'm right, you're wrong perspective, but from a, this is what I'm taking it right now. Yeah. This one, this one word that jumped out to me. Yes. This sentence jumped out to me. Hey guys, what do you think about this? Yep. Like I didn't do any, any, I didn't do any studying with this, but you know, just how, how you as a listener could also be talking to your friends about scripture, yeah. how you as a listener could get a little more hungry to maybe that word does matter. What does that word mean? Yeah. And I love it. I love that our, our podcast is called chew on that because think about food. I think if all of us ate something, the same thing, we'd all pick up different things. Yeah. Oh, this stuck out to me and this stuck out to me. And I think that's how God wants us. And I love that mutter means to chew, to chew and go, well, this is what I'm getting. This is, mm-hmm. this is my, what's, this is the first thing that came to my senses and my, you know, understanding and, and the first thing I picked up on. And so I kind of like that. So, yeah. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. And I think also what's really great about what you guys implemented in your men's ministry and that the women have picked up on is uh, there's a respectfulness and a even a reverence for understanding when someone is uh, explaining, I guess, how they're interpreting or how they're reading scripture, uh, there's a conversation that needs to happen there. Yeah. And that conversation uh, is is what's going to help us grow, yes. and those are going to create yes. good relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so have that conversation. You can come with varying opinions, and you know that doesn't change change necessarily the the truth of mm-hmm. uh, what the the true truth and intention of the scripture is. But again, like Keith is explaining, there's different seasons where it's going to speak to you differently, or or like you said, words or or things that you're picking up on. So mm-hmm. again, that conversation is really important. I mean, even when we had pocket church back in COVID times, who remembers Mm -hmm. that we had discussion questions where it was, it was meant to prompt you into this, this same atmosphere. And we're still seeing people who lovingly think back to that in those groups and in those conversations and relationships. So Mm -hmm. again, it's the same thing. So we hope that you'll be a part of this conversation. I I I love that. I love that. I have a very fond memory of that season. Uh, we, me and Dallas, well, Dallas, at the time we were friends, me and Dallas were friends. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I know he asked me to come over to be closer friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we'd known each other for, at that point, what, two, almost three years. Mm-hmm. And in COVID, he invited me and my wife and my my kids to come over one Sunday. And it's like, well, we're supposed to do a pocket at church anyway, so mm-hmm. let's just do it. And And then we just kept doing it. Yeah. And then by the end of our pocket, we had like 40 some odd people inside yeah. this house, inside a duplex. Yeah, it was a duplex. It was, How yeah. did you? Wow. We we uh, it wasn't it wasn't it was it was fun because we loved it, and honestly, that joy uh, made it all easier mm. um, to clean up afterwards. Um, but here's a great thing too: is cleaning up afterwards didn't become a singular family thing. Mm. I think one family is like, "Why did you do that to like their kids?" And they're like, "All right, we're going to help clean up." <laughs> yeah. So that made it easier, but like the first couple like we'd be all excited upstairs in the basement, the kids would go downstairs and it was just like you could tell when when kids are bored, like they just start throwing things. <laughs> so our basement was a wreck, but it was but then people were like, "What? Who, who did this?" And it just got easier and easier, but it was it was good times and just great conversations and it was hours of hours awesome. long. So, so that that is an actually good segue to to 
the scripture for today. It's because uh, the, a good, a good, like a lot of people have this memory of COVID and the pandemic and uh, was isolation. What do they call mm-hmm. it? Quarantine, quarantine, yes. quarantine and stuff. Like some people have like, Oh yeah. yeah. It like crawls on their back. And mm-hmm. me, when I remember it, I remember those Sundays. Yeah. And those are some of the happiest days of my life. Mm-hmm. We might, my goodness, man. Yeah. I, I, we'd come home on Sunday and we'd take the kids for a walk on the river and there'd be yeah. no one out there because everyone was afraid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. best time ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was this moment where yeah. you felt like the city was entirely yours because yeah. no right. you could see no one. Yeah. You, you, animals were coming out of the woods. We live by the woods. They were come, they're coming out of the woods because they like, don't see people. Yeah. They're like, is it cool if I take this spot now? Did you guys all die? <laughs> there, Finally. <laughs> there was a romantic part about, about that moment in history for me. And so that, all that to say that there are part that we're going to talk about a story in the Bible. That's a very, that's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a very topic is a very sensitive. It's a very hot topic. It's a very mm. like, but up until even two hours ago, I didn't never I didn't process this story in the Bible mm-hmm. like I did until before I studied started studying it, yeah. and and I know because we talked pre show that each one of us is going to talk about something a little bit different in this story. Yeah, but like it's gonna be it's gonna be much like 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 COVID. Like people, it'll, it'll crawl on their back, and other people will be like, "Gosh, it's some of the most peaceful months of my life." Ooh, that is a good- you know, and so. So that's kind of the takeaway of this story. It, it, it hits different for everyone. And yeah. I think all scripture hits differently yeah. for everyone. And it's, there's, it's, you're not right or wrong if, you, if it hits differently for you or if it hits this way for you. Yeah. It's God literally saying, this is, these, are, these, are, these are lessons. Yes. This is, this is guide for living. This is the truth. This is history. Mm-hmm. All at the same time, it's me talking to you. So of course, it's never going to be the same for everybody. But there still is an arc to the story. Yeah. So let's start. We'll go John chapter eight, verse one. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts where all the people gathered around him and he sat down to teach them. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. And the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down, started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go away. One at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, declared Jesus. Go now and leave your life of sin. That's a, it's got some weight to it, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So me and Dallas talked pre-show. Megan, you'll go, you'll go first. 
<laughs> guys, they ganged up on me. And uh, just because it's kind of a newer format. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to read a scripture and we're just going to kind of take turns on our thoughts and then kind of add rebuttals. And then, yeah, that's kind of going to be the thing. Yeah, if I say something, you're like, mm, I hate to break it to you, but no, <laughs> no, that, that's, no that's not, not it. That's not how it is. Here, and, and again, before you get going, uh, some of the some of the men that come to the men's group on Tuesday, I love I love it when a guy starts with, I don't really study the Bible because because <laughs> I I hone in because I know God's going to use this guy. Yeah, and the more often than not, the ones that say I don't I don't, I don't really know I've never studied the Bible. Mm-hmm. They they're usually the ones that have the mic drops where the room's like, Yeah, are you kidding me? Dang, <laughs> where did you just come up with that? Uh, because you know, here's the deal: it's the Holy Spirit who. Uh, is going to be our counselor and the one who's helping teach yes, us of, of what we are studying. This isn't like just, wow, you're so brilliant. You came up with that all by yourself. Like, no, it's, it's, it's inspired as coached. Right. Yeah. Um, so when I read this story, the number one thing that has always, always stuck out to me is Jesus writing on the ground with his finger. And I mean, I have, if I'm taking what you guys are going to say, don't, don't stop me now. I'm on yeah. a roll. Uh, <laughs> but I have always wondered, I'm like, what was Jesus writing? And I mean, there's so many things that I feel like it, it could be. Yeah. Um, and I had this thought a while back, I think a couple months ago of, is Jesus writing like, like his, um, his law on the, on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, today I was reading and studying this, this scripture and thinking about it. Um, and that is an interpretation mm-hmm. essentially that Jesus is, that same finger, the finger of God, is the one that carved onto the stone Ooh. tablets the law. Oh, that's really oh, good. Oh, that's good. So now <laughs> he's writing it on the dust, on the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it's really put into perspective for me too, like the the power of the ground. Like, okay, I know we say at this church sometimes the dirt, right? Yeah. We've talked about the dirt, the 920. It's our yeah. dirt, it's our home. And sometimes when we're in worship, I have this like image in my mind of I'm just so grateful that this church is on this dirt. That like we are like worshiping and we're standing on this dirt right here. And it's, I know that it's impacting something that's so much deeper uh, than I can even comprehend. It's totally spiritual. So I see that reflected in here too, of Jesus writing on the ground. It's his power going into that dirt of him writing his law on that ground. And he is rewriting the the scripture. He's rewriting the law in this exact minute, right? They're like, does not the law say? And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Who? Okay, if you haven't sinned, then you throw the stone. Yeah. Okay. So so now he's teaching them to lead with love versus the law. Yes. Right? Or mm-hmm. or at least in in tandem with. Yeah. Because uh how does the scripture go? Um I'll find it later. Okay. Uh, I can't come up with her. Right I now. really was trying to read your mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to help <laughs> what you. What are you thinking right now? No, the <laughs> Just one give me that, three words. The, oh, the the law and the prophets can all be summed up as this to love your neighbor as yourself. Yes, something, yes, something yes, like yes. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was trying to think of. And which, which goes to the, the, the scripture it talks about the, the, the teacher said, what is mm. the greatest law? Yeah. And again, that was a trick because it wasn't the 10 commandments. It was like 600 commandments. And yeah. he was like, now which one's the best? Yeah. And like, okay. And because they thought, okay, there's, there's, we're going to trap him because if he says this law is the best, then we can come back with this. And, and then when he did that, they're like, 
can't come back. Can you just like, can we just appreciate for a minute, like how many guys tried to trap Jesus? Yes. And it's like, guys. Yeah. Oh, do we try and do that? Do you, did you sometimes try and like trap or, or, uh, like prove something false? You know what I mean? Do you find yourself in those situations? I think that's a, that's a question to ask yourself because mm-hmm. it just doesn't turn out. Oh yeah. It does not turn out very, yeah. very well. Right. Yeah. yeah. Psychologically speaking, people that try and always have a one upper mm-hmm. or they try to be right in, in mm. conversations there, there's a there's actual psychological, uh, malady with them, with mm. those, I don't say those types of people, but people that exhibit those symptoms, uh, there is absolutely, uh, there is absolutely a sect of, of human beings that, that do that. And mm. they need, it's part of an, it's a narcissistic trait, but not narcissism yeah. defined. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, there are a lot yeah. of people and, 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 and what they say, there's not, there's to be a, a narcissist is a very small pop population, very small amount to be a true narcissist. But all of us have narcissistic tendencies, some mm-hmm. stronger than others. And that is definitely a narcissistic tendency that you can see exhibited in some of the most educated and some of the most uneducated human beings. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, uh, there's no judge or barometer on right. who has those. Yeah. I was, I was just talking about not, not being a narcissist, but trying to one up because I, I, I was, um, I was Justin, let me know that, that, uh, his girlfriend, Corinne, is going to uh, Salt Lake City to talk to Mormons. And it brought me back to this mindset I used to have where I, you know, coming from Las Vegas mm. and, and you know, Las Vegas has a big Mormon popula- population. I lived actually right by the temple, went in the temple once. Very interesting colors. That's all I'll tell you. White, peach. It's, you know, anyways. Um, but I had this mindset of debating with Mormons yeah. in hopes that if if I debate with you, and I win, therefore, you must give your life to Jesus because I won the debate. And not realizing that's not how it works. <clears throat> that's not how it works. To, yeah. to, um, but I wonder if the Pharisees thought that. Yeah. Like if we win this, if we trap you and you are trapped, you got to fall in line with us. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to what we got to do. Ugh. And and so I just you and know. yet meanwhile the the son of God is there rewriting everything yes literally right before them like like they were holding on to the law so tight mm-hmm. that that precious precious law to them yeah, yeah. but like here it was before them mm-hmm. and to just to miss that yeah man. Well, I don't know. And, and so anyway, that's, that's what stands out to me because I just, I feel like that's so profound that um, mm-hmm. I also really love whenever I see in scripture, Jesus interacting with his creation, like, oh yeah, like Jesus created the dust in the, in the mm-hmm. ground. Right. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. him just, just drawing in it. I don't know. It just, it does. It stirs my heart. It really does because uh, it, it makes me love Jesus so much more that he was fully God fully man. He had these experiences, um, and like the, the sensory part of it too. So, yeah, yeah. my whole, so as, as I said on Sunday, you know, this is a series that we've done. This will be our third time doing it. Our last time we did it was in 2017. And I think before that was, I don't know, like 2015, 14, 14, 15. And so, and, um, I knew, I wanted to do this series. I just, it was one of the, it was actually, it's so funny. I was just telling someone this when I became the kids pastor, I was like, Hey, I want to make a big deal about, um, 
about special needs kids and we've done that and we've done some great, we have a great program called All Stars that we do now that's really cool and we're making a big deal about special needs families and stuff. Um, and now as the location pastor, I was like, can I bring back some of your old sermons? And he's like, yeah. And I remember he, he, he gave me the notes of these. And, but as I'm studying it, I felt like God said, um, I want this to be Pastor Sean's heart. Mm. I don't know if God said Pastor Sean, maybe I'm just respectful, (laughs) but I want it to be his heart, but your words, Mm -hmm. your voice. And so it made me kind of, uh, so I still, these are scriptures he used, but, but we've kind of, again, like what we're doing is we had different turns on it and things. But one of the things he did say was the Jeremiah scripture with writing in the dust, you know, that Jeremiah uh, chapter 17, verse 13, it says, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who forsake you will be put to shame. Those who turn away from you will be written in the dust because they have found the uh, forsaken the Lord, the spring of living water. Mm-hmm. Now I said that and I said, well, in, and I relate it to chapter seven where Jesus said, I am, you know, if you come to me, if you're thirsty. So he's saying, I am the living water. But what I didn't talk about, which I'm so glad I didn't talk about so I could talk about in this podcast <laughs> is in a way we get two responses from Jeremiah and from John chapter eight. And uh, in context with Jeremiah 17, verse 14, after hearing that, because they have forsaken the Lord and the spring of living water, it says, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. And so we get Jeremiah saying, I don't want to forsake you. So, you know, please come to me, help me. But th- but that's Jeremiah's response. The response we get when it says Jesus kept writing on the ground with his finger, when they kept questioning him, then he straightened up. So there was their response wasn't like, what should we do, Lord? Mm-hmm. Heal me, first, forgive me. Mm, his good. thing was, come on, answer the question. So what good. should we do? And so I think there's two responses to that when God's, when God is saying, again, I, I said, not going to the sacrifice, going to the source. They didn't come to Jesus. They even come to Jesus with the law. Yeah. Because I, you know, if you read the law, the law says the man, the woman, you know, need to be uh, both, uh, you know, taken care of. And they only brought the woman. Mm. And so the whole point was we want to trick him. We want to put him in line with us. We want him to follow us and not us follow him. And so like, that was the first thing that came out to my head. But, but again, I, I, I also love that, you know, sometimes words stick out to me. Yeah. And so um, the, the next thing that kind of came out to me when reading this scripture was when it says in verse, uh, when verse, okay, verse nine, those who began it one at a time, the older one first until they was left. I, I talked about that in the message that, you know, the wisest to the least wise. Uh, and then woman, where are they? Uh, has no one condemned you? No one, sir. And then he says, then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. I love that it says declared and it doesn't said said. He declared it. And declare the definition is to make it official. So I've made it official. I will not condemn you, which is interesting because if you go to Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So this declaration carries on yeah. from this story. Right. That this isn't just, you know, for her. This is for everyone because he declared it. So he good. made it official. Now that you've come to me, I'm not going to condemn you. But then he says, but I want you to go and leave your life of sin. 
because now that you're with me, I want to help you get out of this life and into a new life I have for you. And so those are the things that stuck out to me about this verse that I really, really loved and I thought was really great was just certain ways that they phrase it that sometimes we can overlook words. I was just talking mm-hmm. about this morning that sometimes we can overlook places. You know, I didn't say this, but why did he go to the Mount of Olives? I don't know. Yeah. But we know he goes to the Mount of Olives again. He goes there quite he, frequently. Yeah. <laughs> it, it must be a prayer spot for him. Loves it. You know, it must be. And, and, um, this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but I kind of am. I was, I was there. Man. I was yeah. there. It's pretty. It's pretty. But it is pretty. I, I, I get it. But it's pretty. It is pretty. It's. Yeah. It, it is. It's. I mean, not. You know what? It was probably prettier because now the Mount of Olives is like this square, surrounded by like a street and a big, big temple and stuff like that. It probably wasn't there before. It's probably a cool hangout spot. Yeah. And then they had to, you know, Nature. church it up and all that stuff. So, anyways, but but yeah, just there's certain phrases that stick out that I think that's what I love about the Bible. And and I love that people can go like, you can't say I've read it. You, you gotta constantly be reading it. Yeah. Yeah. I think because there'll be times where you'll digest it and you'll just chew on it one way, and then you chew on another way, and you're like, oh wow, I've never. I really think God's like, I said it too. Is my focus was on his on the words and not the posture. And I think there's just seasons of life where God goes, you're not even ready for that. <laughs> like, I just need you to read it and then understand this. And then now that you understand this, I want you to understand this. And, and so I love that even now I'm at the point where it's like, why do they use that word? Mm. Why do they use that? Like, that's a, that's, mm-hmm. that's a place that I, not only do I want for my life, but I think everyone's life where we just get to a point where we're like, yeah, I read it. Like, no, you didn't read it, but like, what, what stuck out to you? Yeah. What is it? You know? And so, yeah, that's what stuck out to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys. And, oh, I was going to follow up to that, Pastor Dallas. I love what you said, mm-hmm. how uh, it's mentioned later in scripture, right? That Jesus did not come to condemn us. I kind of had this thought um, this week of, well, Lord, I, I prayed for something and you answered it. And so now I'm scared that uh, it won't ever happen again. Ooh. Like, um, like you're a genie in a bottle, right? Like I asked God for protection and he protected. But now I was like, what if he doesn't do it again? Like you used your one? Right, like I used like like my one. Like a classic Spider-Man? And then God, to me, was like, my words are eternal. Come on. Right? And there's a scripture that where they're praying and they say, Lord, take care of us. And it says, and God answered their prayer. Not like, not like one time did he answer their prayer, but they said, take care of us as in, continuously take care of us, sustain us. And his word is eternal. It is forever. It is true. He will. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I was like, Mm. I was, I was convicted on that. Dallas's forehead on the microphone. That's so good. That was, uh, yeah, I just headbutted the microphone because I was like, you got to be kidding me. That is, but again, that's what's great about this podcast is now we're blowing each, you guys get to hear it live. Us get (laughs) our minds getting blown. (laughs) Well, we would talk like this. Like like when we say, oh, we talked 20 minutes before we pressed record. (laughs) It was, it's usually this. It is this. It's usually this. And they're like, that's cool. You should say that in the podcast. (laughs) How about you guys just start recording it? (laughs) Well, you get it. Yeah. We literally did look at each other and hit record today. So (laughs) let's just do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, well, oh, I that's I love this because this and this happens frequently in in all the small groups I've, I've been associated with in the the mutter the mutter style, mm-hmm. um, and and my wife goes to the women's uh, the women's one on Monday night and she's like it's it's same thing because mm-hmm. yeah, she's she saw many a times out in our out in our backyard in the summer where you know four or five of us would just be there muttering 
and she's taking place. She's taking, you know, play, place with it too. Uh, so she, she's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like that. Um, and that's what I like about this, that we are talking and granted sometimes, uh, sometimes it's like one verse, uh, that we're going to get. And, uh, and then other times you get half a chapter like this one. So there's, (laughs) there's some meat on the bone here to, 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 uh, to work with. Um, I, I, up until like, up until a couple hours ago, um, I didn't really, I didn't really know what I would, what I was going to talk about Mm -hmm. during the podcast. But one thing stood out to me when I read this one word stood out to me. And like, like Pastor Dallas was saying, like, it matters what word is being used. Yes. It, the word they selected mm-hmm. matters. Yes. Everything matters. There's no, there's not a throwaway sentence in the Bible, there, yeah. nor is there a throwaway word. And of the 60 some odd books, mm-hmm. that's rather astronomical to have a, 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 a body of writings. Yeah. Right. That not even a singular word contradicts the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not a singular word can be thrown out. Yeah. So the word that stood out to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll read the verses leading into it because they, it all went, because once it hit for me, it was like, oh. Yeah. So I'm going to start at the end here on verse nine. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. Take note here, the older ones first until only Jesus was left with the woman still standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, and here's where, here's where it, starts, it starts hitting for me. Woman. Where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. It's the end of the story. The one word that stands out to me is you. Now, Jesus says, woman, where are they? And that's how you would have addressed a woman in Middle Eastern culture and in the time of Jesus. And quite frankly, still today. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think Western culture forgets that this offense is still an offense that is punishable. Yeah. I promise you that everyone listening here has been alive the last time a woman was stoned for adultery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's not even a guess. Yeah. Like there are, they still document them. Mm-hmm. So you want to go down a rabbit hole? I went down one, <laughs> went on the internet and I started finding out modern day stonings. How, how frequent are they? Uh, there has been 150 stonings since 1980. Wow. The last known documented one was in 2019. Where? Iran. Iran and Afghanistan are now currently the the sole breadwinners of documented women's stoning for adultery. Yeah, I was going to say, how many, are there even more that aren't documented? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, once you're in the rabbit hole, there's right. no sense to not look around. Um I read an account of a woman that was stoned in 1990 uh, for for adultery, uh, and the line the line the line that stood out then was the older ones first. Uh, I I was I read the written account of what happened that afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they circled her, uh, the the people with the most prestige, uh, the higher ranking people mm-hmm. were the ones that threw the first stone. In that woman's case, in 1990, it was her father that threw the first stone. Mm. The second stone was thrown by her husband. Mm. The third, fourth, and fifth stones were thrown by her children. Wow. And then they started going around with the local politi- poli- mm. po- politician line. Wow. The officers, the the mayor, uh-huh. I think the mayor was the one that ultimately did the final blow. Yeah. Mm. They put her in the middle of a circle, buried her up to her shoulders, 
And that's how they did it. Mm-hmm. They stoned her while she had her entire body in the ground. Mm. So it did. It, so when you know how they do it, even today, when you read that line at this, those who began, those who heard began to go away one at a time. The older ones first, mm-hmm. well, the older ones first, because they were in the line of prestige. Yeah. They were the first, they were supposed to be the first ones to throw. Yeah. We take it all the way back to beginning of the story. They come to Jesus with her. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to trap him, right? Mm-hmm. That's, it says that they're trying to trap him, but also they're actually showing their cards. Yes. Because you take, you take the, offend, the, the offended person to the highest authority mm-hmm. in order for the stoning to begin. Mm. They subtly go to Jesus. I know to try, trick him yes. to be like, ha but you're actually doing the law yeah. by taking him to the wisest man there is. Yeah. He, in every instance with the stoning, the, the higher the higher ranks are the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Mm-hmm. In the woman's case that I read in, the, in 1990, it was her family that would throw the stones. So as, as the elder, elders start leaving the circle, and then once people start seeing the, the highest authorities aren't doing anything, then mm-hmm. they're not going to jump in. Yeah. Right? So it makes sense once the, once the first preliminary people say, nah, we're good, and walk away. But the one word then that shook me to my bones when I read it, shook me to my bones. If if not reading about how women are being, I mean, what's the word you even put there? You know, objectified, abused. Yeah. Those words don't serve mm-hmm. justice for yeah. for what's still going on today. Mm-hmm. But the one word in this scripture that shook me was, "Woman, where are they?" And he addresses her as what a common addressing towards a woman again, even to this day. Mm-hmm. But he addresses her different the second time. He goes. Has no one condemned you? Now you's different. Mm-hmm. You's not woman. You does not take precedence over man or woman. Yeah, it's unidentifiable. Correct. What the sentence means is, "Woman, where are they?" Shows that she is an object, mm-hmm. and and rightfully and rightfully so. How how you say that? Uh, women's sexuality at that time and even today is treated like an object. Mm-hmm. They're treated like objects. Mm-hmm. But the next line, she's no longer an object. She's an actual person. Has no one condemned you? Mm-hmm. The, the woman is now a person. Her first interaction with Jesus, her only interaction with Jesus, likely, mm-hmm. she was shown mercy and said, you are a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now go. Yeah. Stop your life of sin. Right. When you interact with Jesus, even the very first time, yep, you are a person now. Yeah, you have been, you've been saved. Mm-hmm. I think we throw the word "saved" around. I'm saved. Right. Mm-hmm. When you start thinking of the literal sense here, yeah, yeah. that woman was saved. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now she's not mm-hmm. woman; she's a person of yeah. equal value. Right. Mm-hmm. Two brothers. Yeah. It's of equal value to the man. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't see a gender. He saw a person. Yeah. Yeah. You encounter Jesus even the once. He not only saves you, but you now have worth. Yeah. Your life has worth. Mm-hmm. That shook me to my bones thinking how, how is that? How, that's today. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's changed there. And the sad and sick gross thing is that there are parts in this world where that is an actual fact still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's interesting. What popped out to me is, is you said, that they came to him because of his, uh, of his rank, 
And so I, what popped out to me, my eyes got big as I was like, I wonder if the religious people were trying to stroke his ego. Because sometimes when people try to stroke our ego, sometimes we'll do what's popular instead of what's right. Mm. And so I wonder if they're like, hey, teacher, mm. hey, guy of power, what should we do? Right. What should we do? And hopes that they could win him over. But he does the opposite. He he actually says, he says an option, you know, that they didn't weren't ready for. All right, if you've never sinned, then you do it. You throw the stone. And they weren't ready for that. And so they thought they had him in his hands. They thought, oh, this is, this is, they thought he was going to be just another, you know, uh, thinks he knows it all, another rabbi, another this. Yeah, we know how to deal with these people. We've been doing this a long time. Right. And they were, hmm. they were bamboozled. Yeah. <laughs> they that's, were bamboozled. That's a good point. I mean, he wasn't the, the first rabbi to yeah. come around town, right? Yeah. And and yeah. be teaching and nor the first prophet. Right. Yeah. So they like were even like, probably we got that this. year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting thought. So be- you're totally right. Because also as in verse two, as Donna appeared again in Temple Courts where all the people gathered around him. Mm-hmm. So in a way they're like, you know, do you want to keep these people? You better do the right thing. Mm. You know? And so it's it's one of those things where I wonder if they were trying to get him to stroke his ego and and get the popular vote and do the right thing and 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 he did the right thing. It just wasn't popular. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder like, so you're you're the you're the the adulterer, the woman. Mm-hmm. And to hear a man because like that's again how it shook me is you she never heard a man call her you mm-hmm. at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like do you think that, that like the reaction to that like alone? It's like wait. What did, what did you just call me? Mm. Like, hmm? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's the same as um, when Jesus bends down and the, the lady with the bleeding and he heals her and he says, daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, And he wow. calls her daughter. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, Jesus is all about claiming you as family instantly. You belong to him. Uh-huh. Like you said, saved. Like that that word holds so much. And uh, I think we we can be guilty of, you know, yeah, we use all these words and sometimes I'm like, D- wait, does that still have its same meaning? Does it, does the meaning ring true in this? Because there is such a, a power mm-hmm. in when Jesus speaks over you, he gives you a new identity. He gives you his identity mm-hmm. is what you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's whether you're, you're willing to accept it or not. She, uh, the adulterer lady has this opportunity now to be of the identity of Jesus, go and no mm-hmm. longer sin. Yeah. Yeah. So she has that chance and that opportunity. And what's amazing is that we're all presented that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And he calls us all daughter, calls us all son. We all belong to him. If, yeah. we're, if you're willing to step into that mm-hmm. and take that, take that on. And, it's, and you said it saved. Saved meaning like she had a, a reason to be obedient. Yeah. That, you know what, this life has only gotten me in trouble, but this life has given me freedom. And she was, and, and the woman you're referring to as well was legitimately saved as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, the context of it, he said, he calls her daughter yeah. because she touches him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a, that was a stoning offense as well. But. So much sn- stoning I know. back in the. <laughs> but, but if your family, you can. Right. So yeah. he calls her daughter yes. to say, no, I'm calling her my family. Yeah. Yeah. She's no longer oh. eligible to be yep. stoned anymore. Yep. And so like, again, 
his words matter. Yes. The word he uses in both of these situations very much matter. Mm -hmm. If, if, if at anything, just so there's a podcast about it (laughs) 2000 years later. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that we still have, I mean, enough to talk about, Yeah. (laughs) right? Like that's, that's how much weight and worth is in all of these words that, um, you know, in 2000 more years, they still would be, will be talking about mm-hmm. and breaking down and having their mm-hmm. minds blown because uh, that is that is what it means that the world word is eternal. Yeah. And um, yeah, what an impactful. Pastor Elsa, are you looking? Scripture. Are you looking? I, I do because every time I want to, this is how my brain goes is I want to, I want to see if anything else sticks out to me, but I can't find it. So maybe well, it's Because we didn't actually discuss how the show ends. Oh yeah, we didn't. <laughs> That's like, a wrap. <laughs> like when do you, when do we know we're done? Yeah, I don't know. I guess when we run out of things to say yeah. about oh, did you, we did we fully uh, ring out this? I, I think chapter, I think for but, now. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I I, I don't want to say this like we should do this, but we should one year from now go back to the same story. Yeah, I like that. Oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah. put that, put someone, put that in your calendar. If we're still doing this in one year, yeah. that's that's the thing we You're like. Why do I have a chew on that recording today? Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll be Wait, me in a year. Are you delete. going to be yeah. like in Alabama? No, no it'll be a, it'll, it'll be a Wednesday because <laughs> it'll be a Wednesday in a year. Yeah, yeah. So Megan was right. Right, yeah. it'll be Wednesday. Oh, right. that's You're true. Like, why today? Go <laughs> do it again. Yeah. But that's a, that's the thing. Like when you say, do we have? Do we ring everything out from the story? Well, we might have for today. Right. You know, it's true. And in a week we might be like, well, you know what else is hitting it, hitting me right now. And that's Mm -hmm. when I say hit me, it's like, that's the Holy spirit saying, pay attention. Mm -hmm. I got something to say. Here's what I do believe is going to happen. I do believe that this is going to people listening. It's going to spark their thoughts. And that's where we want to hear it. So I would love if you emailed all of us, Dallas at lifechurchgb.com, Keith at lifechurchgb.com, Megan at lifechurchgb.com. Like tell, like add us in and say, here's my takeaway yeah. from it. Because that's what's great about this is I know we may be ending now, but this this discussion isn't going to end. In fact, I guarantee mm. people are going to email us. They're going to probably text us. They're going to find us in the lobby and they're going to DM us and go, this is my takeaway. This is what stuck out to me. Oh, yeah. declare it. Hashtag you. my takeaway. Yeah. Hashtag my. There you go. a box in the middle of the lobby next uh, week. How cool would that I be? Mean, Trending my takeaway. Yeah, don't, uh, so. don't put ideas in my head. You don't want there. I'm just saying. Megan's the one that makes those things. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag yes, my takeaway. So the, the, up, the, the cool thing about about this series, uh, what's your story? Is that it, it? It is going to conclude on Easter Sunday, correct, yes, Pastor? That is correct. And the cool thing about that is that Easter message mm-hmm. is a what's your story, correct, Pastor? Correct. And what's cool about that? Correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is when you told me this plan, yeah. I said, "Well, I I'm building the Good Friday video." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm I'm talking about all those things. Yeah. And the Good Friday. So like this story is talked about in the the, the video for Good Friday mm-hmm. that will be airing on Good Friday through yes. Life Church's uh social medias. Yes. And how else you, how other, the other ways you view our, our services. Um when when Pastor Dallas started coming at me with ideas and stuff like that, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's strange. You that's interesting. Bring you brought that up because that's I've already written that in the script. Yeah. For this. I've already written that piece in here. So the next few weeks, guys, mm. they're every everything we're talking about, the next few weeks, everything that that the the pastors are talking about is subtly in like yes. we're ramping up to a purpose. 
It's it's so yeah. good. I'm so excited about. It. I'm excited for Good Friday. I don't even want you to tell anyone yet. I want because we're doing something that we kind of never done before. No, we started doing it on Christmas. Okay, we start, correct. We started we started getting not normal voices in our videos. But this this is really cool. I'm really excited for it, and I'm excited for people to we see can't it. Wait. Yeah. So like this story, it's it's not going to disappear in, in a few weeks here on Good Friday. It's going to show back up. Yeah, and and it's I I think it's interesting for like from the from the God perspective because I was writing the script for these videos mm-hmm. before Pastor Dallas sent me his ideas for this yeah. before everyone put their pieces to like every before everyone put their piece of the puzzle on the table mm-hmm. and like wow yeah so it's not of us it's not mm-hmm. of me it's not of him mm-hmm. it's not of her uh, God has orchestrated uh, orchestrated a story to be told. And and it's going to hit it. Uh, uh, it's going to hit mm-hmm. on Good Friday and Easter. Yeah. I'm so in, everything, I'm even, even like when, when Pastor Dallas was talking about Numa this last Sunday. Yeah. That matters in the story that we're going to air on Good Friday and conclude yes. on Resurrection Sunday. So yeah. Uh, if, if if you ha- if you weren't paying it like if you weren't paying attention, no, <laughs> start paying attention. Yeah. Because it's because it's not we we aren't cl- church. We yeah. are cleverly trying to. To do these things, it's no. God has already done them. And that's the cool thing is we're not, yeah, it's not like, okay, I'm going to do this, so I want you to do this. It's It's been a lot of, wait, you're talking about this? Because yeah. I'm talking about this. Yeah. Mm. It's been like that lately. Like our men's retreat was like that. Wait, what are you talking about? Because this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. What? Yeah. And it just all, it's, it's just so cool. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned yeah. and pay attention. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks guys for uh, for listening. Yeah. Quite frankly, I didn't know if we would have an hour's worth of stuff to talk about. We did it. Somehow we did. Somehow we did it. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So hey, if you guys, uh, you know, to be honest, I don't think you're listening to this unless you've already subscribed. Yeah. Because you had no idea we just dropped another episode unless you subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> so keep subscribing. Yep. Yeah. Um, we will do these more frequently. I think we're going to do this uh, next week. Yes. I think yeah. so. I, I want to. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll be recording next Tuesday, so it should be, you'll hear this on a Wednesday. So next week, Wednesday, we should have another episode. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for just being a part of our church, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, thanks for being a part of our family. Yeah. yeah. And That's my heart, too. It's, it's, uh, oh, you said it. It just, it just, it like, my heart. It just warms mm-hmm. my heart to know that I have friends and I have family that are listening that, they're not blood, mm-hmm. but they, gosh, they're my family. Yeah, and and I love what God's doing at Life Church. I love, I love seeing the growth of our church individually and collectively as a whole. Um, and I'm not talking like growth, like numerics. I'm talking growth, like spiritually. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. This is a really special moment that I I know that when my story is done, I will look back fondly on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you all for listening. Uh, uh, Come back next week because uh, I guess we're going to do it next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to continue. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Chewing on that. Chewing on that. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>